Jesus asked, who do you think would be the most thankful? And who do you think would praise him much and the most? He that had been forgiven little or he that had been forgiven much? Now, I can't speak for you. But I know that the Lord has forgiven me far beyond what I deserve far beyond what I could ever repay him for that's it right there that's where praise comes from now you want to try it again to praise him
out. Come on, you've muddled through all week. Some of you've been battling all week long. Some of you've been under attack all week long. Hallelujah, everything up to this moment has just been rehearsal. It's game time in the house of the Lord tonight. Clap your hands. Lift your voice. It's not just noise. It's a joyful noise. It's not just praise. It's high praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got to wake up. Amen. Amen. There is, there's effort with everything. With everything worthwhile, there is effort and there is labor. There's work. And we know that we get out of things what we, what we put into it. So again, I'm not talking to the worshipers here tonight. I'm talking to the people that don't know they're at church yet. You can't do this every week. Come on, man. I'm talking to the same people every week. You can't do the same thing every week. I said it this morning, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord. They were all in one mind, in one place. It is, um, it is, it's a mathematic equation. You reap what you sow, you get out of it what you put into it. And the effort, the effort, it's not just faith and then we expect God to do all the work. It's effort. Let the high praises of God be upon your lips and a sharp two-edged sword in your mouth. Praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. I'm not preaching on praise tonight, but I'm, I'm trying to take care of praise. Before Israel ever went out to battle, they didn't go out without Judah leading the pack. You ain't going to whip nothing without praise. You got to exalt God and then his enemies will be scattered. Hallelujah. I see some of you on the verge of a smile. Amen. It's only taken 35 minutes. Come on. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Are you really glad? Amen. Is it all right if I preach a little faith? Do y'all like faith preaching? Do y'all like vision preaching? Amen. I know it gets a little taxing hearing about faith all the time. Hearing about what God will, God will do. Amen. 
But when it finally dawns on us what he's capable of. Now, I'm just waiting on something here. When it finally dawns on us that God is not limited, but he has a timing. And it's not God's power I don't think we get frustrated with. I think it's God's timing that we get impatient with. And we equate God's timing with a lack of power because it hasn't happened. Because, And then we say, well, it's not the will of God. Are you listening to me tonight? I'm right up here. Amen. I'm waiting on something right now. So we're just, I said it this morning, we're just not going to waste. We're not going to waste a service. Todd and Amy are back tonight. God filled both of them with the Holy Ghost. And they were both baptized in Jesus' name tonight, or this morning. Guest in the building this morning. And um, I um, got an opportunity to, to visit with, it's Yellen, right? Huh? Yelena? Is she here? She's not here, okay. I thought, all right, I thought that was bad. Anyway, I got a chance to visit with her this morning, and she is from Serbia. And her name is Ellen in English. And uh, she received the Holy Ghost back in 2017 and has been going to church in Spokane, Washington for the last three years and has ended up here in Louisville. And has been going somewhere else. And she said, I'm just not getting it. And I decided to come here. And the Lord really touched her this morning. And so we're excited about what the Lord is doing. Amen. First Kings chapter 18. First Kings chapter 18. Now if you sit on me tonight, I'll just close my Bible and we'll go home. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary Jones. I know this story's old. I know you've heard it backwards and forwards. First Kings 18 and 41, Elijah said unto Abraham or Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink. For there is a sound of abundance of rain. That, that just, right there. I could just run the aisles right there. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Now we picture him in the valley when he's praying for the rain but he goes up to the top of Carmel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees and said to his servant go up now look toward the sea and he went up and looked and said there is nothing how many of you have ever been there before there is nothing. Can't see it. It's not there. And he said, go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time 
that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, not the size of a man's hand, but like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Amen. Praise God. As I said, you've heard this backwards and forwards and sideways and upside down. I don't have another Bible to preach from. But it doesn't matter how many times you've heard it, it's still the Word of God. Amen. I want you to make contact with your neighbor. Let's pray. Would you pray with me right now? Come on, lift your voice. Let, lift your voice and let me hear you pray. In Jesus' name, oh God, we need you in this place. We need you in this place tonight, oh God. Oh Lord, I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. Give us ears to hear. Give us a heart to receive. I pray that you would illuminate our minds with supernatural anointing and revelation. I pray for every guest, every saint of God in this place. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would move miraculously in this sanctuary tonight. In Jesus' name, God, we give you full control. As if there was any other way. There's not. But we want you to know that we surrender to you in Jesus' name. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord one more time and lift your voice and give him a great shout. Come on. We're not doing this just to, just to hype it up. No, we're releasing something in the atmosphere. Amen. You may be seated. I believe I have said this more than once lately, but I am, I am constantly amazed at the detail that the Lord puts in his word for all generations to see and to read. He said, heaven and earth would pass away, but my word shall never pass away. My word shall never. It remains forever, and it is forever constant. Every jot and every tittle of the law shall be intact from the time it was spoken, even before it was spoken. Throughout all eternity, the word of God will never change. Every vowel and consonant, every syllable is there for a reason. As a matter of fact, in the Hebrew language, as I've stated recently, their letters have 
they have two different values and one of them is for speaking and linguistics and the other one is numerical value. There are so many things that are attached to the word of God and so when the Lord says something in his word, focus on every single word. I don't understand people that are trying to cut pieces out of the word. Focus on every vowel and syllable. And there are details in here that cannot, that cannot be ignored. One of which is that Elijah heard it before he saw it. He didn't even say that he saw it in the spiritual, but he heard it, and he was specific about what he heard. He did not just hear a sound, but he heard a sound of an abundance of rain. He didn't just hear the sound of rain. It, it was an abundance now, how do you distinguish that? I don't really know. I don't know where the threshold is. But it was heavy enough to where there was no doubt in Elijah's mind. I mean, this sounds like a roar, like a thunderclap, like a storm is coming. And he called it an abundance of rain. And so when the Lord tells you he's going to bless you, Listen to see what kind of blessing it's going to be. It's not going to just be a blessing, but he's going to be specific with you about the blessing and about the answer to your prayer. Now, that, that should make us want to stop praying sloppy prayers. If you want the Lord to be specific, why don't you be specific? And why don't you be intentional? About pray. Well, I prayed. I repeated a bunch of words and, and nothing happened. No, you've got to get down to the meat of the matter. Lord, would you bless me? How do you want him to bless you? And so he hears a sound of an abundance of rain. Now, this is a sound that Elijah has not heard in three and a half years. And yet it was familiar enough to him that he told Ahab, hey, you better get up. And get you something to eat and drink because you're fixing to have to have it take a journey here. And you can't let the rain stop you. This is it's gonna be, I'm telling you, it's an abundance of rain. It might be so bad that you're gonna run the risk of getting your chariot wheels stuck in the mud if you don't hurry up and get the chariot wheels moving. The timing of God is impeccable, but sometimes and most times it comes when we when we least expect it. We expected it when we started praying, but now we've been praying for a long time, and so we haven't heard the sound of an abundance of rain in three and a half years, and we're not sure how to pray anymore, or even if we should pray, but then all of a sudden, there's a sound that comes out of nowhere. Oh, I feel... <laughs> I want to tell some of you in this place tonight, there's a sound you hadn't heard in a while. You thought God forgot. And some of you have been living in a drought 
but God's not going to hold back the rain forever. And when it comes, it's not coming with a light sprinkle. It's not coming with a mist or a dew. It's not coming with an afternoon shower. But I hear the sound in somebody's life tonight of an abundance of rain. Somebody ought to praise him like you hear it. Yes. And the next detail that he gives us is that Elijah went to the top of Carmel. He didn't just go to Carmel. He went to the top of Carmel. Now, Carmel, Carmel was a mountain range that went along the northern part of Israel. And the top of Mount Carmel was a, a place that jutted out into the Mediterranean Sea. It was the peak. It was the peak of Carmel. Now, I don't know where he sent his servant because he told his servant he, he's already on the top and he tells his servant to go up and look. So I don't know where he went. But it tells us that he is on the top of Carmel. And, and if you want to see some of the things that God has promised, you have to go up to the top. I don't want to bore you with that little detail. It's just the word of God. But there's a reason why he told him to go to the top of Carmel. You, you, can't, you can't just go to the middle. You can't just go 100 feet up or, or 50 or halfway up or three-quarters of the way up or seven-eighths of the way up. You have to go to the top. And you have to get in a position to where God can answer the prayer. The Bible said, the Bible doesn't even say he prayed here. Now, James said he prayed, and we'll get to that in a minute. But he didn't say he prayed here. There's nowhere he said that he prayed for the rain to come. He said, I hear it. And the Bible said he went to the top of Carmel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face, face between his knees. And the next thing that happened is he told his servant, go up now. So he spoke a word of faith. The posture was important. There is a reason why God put the posture of Elijah here that he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. Can I just be so presumptuous as to say that sometimes we have to change our posture? And when I say that, I mean literally change your posture. And can I just dare to say that sometimes you have to change your location. I'm not talking about figurative. I'm talking about literally. If, if God's not answering your prayer in that chair, get up and move over to that chair. If he's not answering your prayer standing up, then fall on your face. If he's not answering it falling on your face, then stand up. But sometimes you have to change your posture. And sometimes you have to change your location. Now I say this in the Holy Ghost right now. I, I believe that there is, I believe that there is in the spirit, in your subconscious, there is an automated response to what you hear in the spirit. 
There's a reason why sometimes you can be seated, you jump, and sometimes you run, and sometimes you shout, and sometimes you roll, and sometimes you weep, and sometimes you rejoice, and sometimes you, you clap your hands. There's a reason for that. I believe that it is the impulse of the Spirit that when there is a word from God, there is a subconscious and equal reaction in the human body, and the Lord shifts the location, and he shifts the posture that you're in. That you don't have to believe that. But if you're stuck in a rut in your prayer the way you're doing it, if you're sitting down and you can't seem to pray, get up and walk. And if you're walking and you can't seem to break through, then fall on your face. Amen. But there's a reason why the Lord put that in there. Now, the, now he, said, he said to his servant, go up now, look to the sea. And he went up and looked, and there is nothing. Now, I'm going to preach right here for a little bit on the things that you have heard so many times, but I don't care how many times you have heard it because sometimes we have too much spiritual earwax and our ears are deaf and you can't be saved without preaching and preaching. The source of faith is preaching. Faith cometh by hearing And hearing by the word of God. And so I've come tonight to tell you about a sound that I hear. Now you may hear the sound of negative headlines, but that ain't what I hear. You might hear the sound of lying devils that tell you that it's never going to get better for you. Or that God doesn't hear your prayer. Or that things are just not going to break really like you think. But that's not the sound that I hear. You may hear the sound of your critics. You may hear the sound of a little trickling sprinkle of rain that's coming down in your life. God, I hope you can just give me a 25 cent an hour raise. But that ain't the kind of rain that I hear. I hear the sound of abundance. hear the sound of the voice that said I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly I hear the sound of an abundance of rain is that praise is that what what is that yes it's praise and the praise, the vapor being sent up, he said, uh, that the rain coming down according to the vapor that's being sent up. Uh, and so if you want a holy deluge in your life, uh, send up some praise to God uh, and praise him like you've never praised him before. If you're an introvert, be an extrovert with your praise. If you've been timid with your praise, uh, get bold with your praise. I hear the sound of abundant praise, of abundant revival, of abundant harvest, of abundant blessing. I hear it. I'm preaching all you that have been to the top of Carmel. 
and you've looked out over the Mediterranean Sea and you see nothing but clear skies. They saw nothing but clear skies. That's a horrible thing, huh? They saw nothing but clear skies for three and a half years. But all of a sudden, his servant saw something that he hadn't seen ever in his life. It wasn't just a cloud. It was a cloud like a man's hand. It wasn't just any storm coming. It was a storm coming from the gates of heaven. God was about to release something on his people that they hadn't seen in three and a half years. preaching to a church tonight that's fatigued in their prayer and fatigued in their walk with God because we hadn't seen it in a while and all we hear is COVID, COVID, COVID but I don't hear COVID tonight I hear another sound I hear a sound that's going to drown COVID out well, come on, there's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. How much longer we got to pray? I don't know, go again. How much longer do we have to believe? I don't know, go again. I still don't see it. There's nothing. Go again. We prayed over by that building. Nothing's happening. Now go again. We've been believing for revival, and it just, it just every th- time we take two steps forward, uh, something hits us and knocks us back. But go again. How much longer do I have to suffer in this desert and in this drought? I don't know, but go again. Because God is keeping town here tonight, uh, and he knows uh, when the cup of iniquity is going to be full, uh, and the God uh, that we serve uh, is going to deal with the devil we hate. Oh, come on, praise him. I'm telling somebody, go again tonight. I'm telling somebody, you better go again. You better pray again. You better look again. I didn't see it yesterday. Look again. Yeah. I got a bunch to preach, but the Holy Ghost is moving here right now. I don't know that I'll get past this moment or not. I want you to respond to this that's in this building right now. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody here tonight and I'm telling you, I hear a sound. I know you can't see it with your eyes, but I hear a sound. The devil's time is limited. God is counting the days. He's laying up the prayers of the saints. He's bottling them up. And the power of God is about to be poured out on this earth. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. Let the devil rage. Let his anger be kindled. But I know a God that has all power. Come on, praise him like you hear it. Praise him like you hear it. Oh, praise him like you hear it right now. Come on. I'm preaching to somebody in a spiritual drought here tonight. I'm preaching to somebody that's been listening, but you just don't hear it yet. Oh, but I hear a sound that I hadn't heard in a while. Sound that I'm okay.
It's out there. It's out there. I hear it. Even though we can't see it, it's out there. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Katayo Tulabosia. Randala Moseka Yandala Mahaya. Somebody in here is saying, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you, you better get down and get in your chariot that the rain stop you not. You're going to get caught in a rainstorm here if you're not careful. Because I'm telling you, his blessing, his hand is coming back to his people. His anointing is on his people. A storm is coming. Hey, come on. The enemy thinks they're winning. The governments of the world think they're winning. The spirit of Antichrist thinks they're winning. Oh, God. Hallelujah. But God is going to have the last say. I hear it. Somebody else ought to get a breakthrough like that. It's time for somebody to give him some ugly praise and quit being so dignified. Oh, hallelujah. That's it. Come on. Come on. There's another one coming right there. Come on. It's time for you to give him some ugly praise. Oh, hallelujah. I didn't come in this place to pay platicate with Jesus. I'm not here to go through some religious ritual. It's happening over here. It's happening over here. Come on, all you dignified people. Anybody want to break through? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Fruitfulness is coming back. Fertility is coming back. Blessings are coming back. Faith is rising. Hope is being rekindled in the name of Jesus. Come on. Revival is here. Revival is here. I'm declaring it right now. Come on. You ought to press your way into this altar here. We ought to tear this place up right now. We ought to let the devil know it's too late, devil. I've already heard it. I've already heard the roar of praise. I've already seen the incoming harvest. I've already seen the battalions of angels. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Harakandala Mosiah. I hear the sound of miracles. I hear the sound of marriages being put back together. I hear the sound of backsliders coming home. I hear the sound of sinners being born again. I hear it. I hear it. I hear the sound of tumors disappearing. I hear the sound of cancers being healed. Oh, you better go with this right now. Yeah, it's time to change your posture. Time to change the way you pray. I know everybody ain't going to get a hold of this, but those of you that want what's in this building right now, would you please not let somebody else be a wet blanket on your praise? In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, sandala mahaya.